once some of these details are you know are made public and people really know how big the 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 gap between salaries of executives and the lowest paid is Yes, well, there's various ways also that companies can kind of outmaneuver this reporting, such as not including the pay to outsourced workers, um, you know, because they're not officially employees of the company. Mm. Um, And there's various others, um, I think, benchmarks that need to be put in place, for instance, whether you take the the average um, earnings of unskilled workers. Uh, to skilled work to workers and various other types of ratios that you can look at that might be more meaningful as a comparison. Because if you only work with the lowest and the highest earners, then you're also not looking at the skills levels, the experience levels mm-hmm. that are required and various mm-hmm. other factors that have a major impact on those differences. Mm. But what is clear is once a gap like that is published and made um, made known, um, there will be a lot of um, uh, dissatisfaction. And if we don't educate people about salaries, how they put together, why they are placed in a particular place in an organization, then you are gonna end up with, uh, with uh, dissatisfied employees Missed our shows? We give you each day on Sound Awake the best of SAFM. We'll bring you more and also you can get in touch with us. So look forward to more tomorrow, same time. Thursday, crime and prevention on Sound Awake. Bobbing and weaving floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. And uh, I wonder what color pens he's wearing. Bra Andy Mashaile, happy Thursday. Good morning this morning. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to you and to your listeners, heavyweight champion yourself and the heavyweight championship listeners. Yes, we continue to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. And what would be your favorite pens when you do that, Brandy? What color would they be? Um, I would be wearing an old gray um, track suit with black training shoes with my red gloves on and a hoodie and a military cap i see that picture i see that picture it's it's got uh class eh? taking us back in time (laughs) (laughs) yes sir right andy uh the lockdown came the curfew came some of us on a personal level i actually liked the idea of a curfew because in my area there was less noise, less worry about breakings and all of that. But uh, when it comes to car theft and car hijackings, the story is different. The story is different, Bramanda. Um, car hijacking continues um, to be one of those crimes that are very ugly. And car hijacking continues to be violent we have seen in the past few years uh, we have seen the young man tiger somewhere in the eastern in eden park when mommy's car was hijacked the young man got stuck on the um the safety belt or the seat belt and he was dragged to uh, his death i will never um uh, forget that moment you know forget that image when we went myself the mc of uh 
safety and security and 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 we joined the premier to go to the family i will never forget um the look that were on the mother's face and the features on the mother's face features meaning um the trauma you know um the red eyes from the crying and the father yes continues to go on and it's an evil crime in, in fact many crimes all crimes are evil but there are, uh, there are some that are more eviler uh, than the other. Uh, talking about the violent hijackings, uh, have you been able to, to work out why they become so violent? Why is it that, isn't it that if it should happen, God forbid, uh, people just take property and leave people alone? Hey, I haven't had an opportunity to go into the criminal's mind or the hijacker's mind um, to know why is it that they become so violent. Um, I was hijacked way back in 1997. I was discussing with a gentleman called Mdu in your, uh, in the, in your team. Um, it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was raining like it's raining now. And I went to a house somewhere. It was in my hometown in Bekazal. I stood next to a gate so that the rain can subside. I can go into that house and drop off some keys. And I, some four, five, six meters uh, away from me, there was a tree Brahmandla. Um, these three young men went past the car, sitting in the car, waiting for the rain to subside. And they stand under that tree, which is about three, four, five meters away from me. All of a sudden, out of the blue, this young man points a firearm at me. It was unbelievable. I didn't know what to do. Pointing it from the front, I couldn't reverse, I couldn't start the car, I couldn't do anything. I had to lift my arms. And they came, and the other one went to the other one went to the the, the passengers. Um, uh, site got in and the other one um, uh, went past me into the door behind uh, the driver's uh, the driver's seat and this other one who's going past is Masim Tubulain it's about in the afternoon and it's raining cats and dogs by then you look around Bramanza one minute is like 100 years there's no car there's no text there's no there's no one who's going past. This other one says, Masim Tubule, the one with the firearm who placed it on my temple, says, um, no, the gun is going to make noise. Uh, people in the area will come out to check what is going on. And by then I have the keys, a bundle of keys in my right hand uh, trouser pocket. And I say to them, I need to get the keys out of uh, my pocket. They say, you go there, we will shoot you so Tubula. And I... I, I stand by the side, these, these young men jump into the car, uh, they start the car, it's raining, raining cats and dogs by then. Uh, imagine that picture, Bramanza, I used to work for ESCOM many years ago. I'm standing there in a white shirt, in a white shirt and a black trouser, you know, you know that school, uh, that school uh, boy kind of image yes. where you have, a, you have a little tie, you know, a small mm. and a skinny tie hanging... Um, um from your neck down and they got into the car they started the car tent i could see my car go away um they tend and um, disappeared into many other streets 
for some strange reason, uh, the angels of God appeared, the SAPS. Um, um, may the soul of this gentleman who helped me, he's now late, Mr. Mabue, um, passed on. Bramanda, long, long and short, I stop the police. They stop and I tell them uh, that my car has been ejected. They say jump in. I jump in between the two police officers very fast. Um, they take, they saw the car. They went in the um, the street. The, the the boys, those boys, went uh, were driving down or driving out of the town, out of Begazal in the main street called Khomeyasaba. They used another street called Johnson. Um, went followed uh, this car or uh, driven in side by side with that car. Went out of the township, there was an exchange of gunfire, and I got scared. Now I think the police, no, no it's going to leave this car, they're going to, uh, the bullet will go come through the window and they'll kill me. And the police officer says, we didn't ask you to give them the key. We are going to get the car and we are going to get uh, those two suspects. Long story short, they were arrested. Um... Somewhere in the millfield, they hit a, 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 a water puddle and the car went into the, the millfield and they were arrested and they were sentenced to 54 years and they got out of jail in 2010. I was asked uh, to go and talk to them on the correctional services, uh, um, uh, social social justice re- uh, re- restorative program, something like that, where um, convicted criminals meet mm. with the victims of crime and i i refused by then um, i was still angry i i refused and they were young 17 18 19 the 17 year old lived with uh, the granny when they came to court the granny did not have money she was old yeah and she didn't even have money to go back and i had to give some 200 bucks or so so that she can she can go home it's violent it's scary you, like I said, one minute is like 100 years. You can feel your heartbeat in your ears. And, 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 and I am not sure as to why with young people or any other person become very violent. For the young man who said, let's shoot this, let's shoot him. When I did not post any danger, when I was not resisting, when I was mm. complying with mm. everything. Yes. Mm. There was... Uh, Sentenced and convicted at the Western Area Magistrate Court. That, that's what I don't understand because obviously advice from the police many a times is that should it happen, we should not resist. But uh, having you know followed that kind of uh, advice, these people still would probably want to harm you. Some of them I have been are used to killing um, killing uh, in their trade in committing crime, so it becomes an easy thing. Sometimes they are high on Nyaope. Uh, the few that I spoke about um, would tell you when you visit uh, jails, uh, Brahmanda, and go and talk to them. We used to go to Lokop. Uh, I used to go there and, and speak to the to the gentlemen, to the males, and address them about crime. And sometimes we went to Khrunpend. Um, um, after that young man was gang raped at Khrunpend, we went there with Orlando Pirates and some. Uh, other NGOs to talk to uh, the convicted um, criminals. They would tell you that uh, one of them had uh, taken Nyaope or had taken any 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 of those drugs that make them violent. Uh, they feel brave. Um, they look at you at any anything. Looking at them, 
uh, scares them and they will pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. uh, now, Brian, with the lockdown, have the numbers gone down or should we still be as vigilant as ever, uh, curfew or not? And the minister released a uh, second quarter stats last year and we saw that uh, crime as a result of the lockdown, uh, the hijacking crime had gone down. But as soon as uh, the various levels, the hardened levels of the lockdown were eased, uh, they started hijacking. They started profiling Abu Praman like in the morning when you drive out, they know what time you're driving out. They know that after you've pulled uh, reverse out of the driveway and it closed the gate they they went on to check and um it has increased again it's it's uh, going up again um to that level before the the lockdown sure and and the cars that are hijacked are they still in the country or have we lost some of them some of the cars are still in the country they go to the chop shops and may owners of chop shops go to hell and burn in hell. Um, some of them are taken out of the country. Some of them, a an X5 and a a 750 um, BMW, were were bought somewhere in Johannesburg. Uh, that information was brought to me by some white gentleman who wanted to assist with Interpol uh, relations in Malawi. Basically, what happened, Bramanda, uh, those cars were bought, um, went over, were taken across the were taken across the border, and they disappeared. The the particular gentleman who purchased the car was not a South African. When investigations uh, unfolded, he presented a false ID and many of those things, false fake bank statements and everything. Uh, those cars sometimes are sold to um, high-profile people in other parts of our uh, continent, also in other parts of the world when they get uh, shipped in um, from from our neighboring countries' ports uh, to places like China and all other places where these syndicates communicate, as uh, hijacking syndicates communicate and exchange cars. It is 11 minutes to 5 o'clock. We're chatting to Interpol Ambassador Brandy Mashaile talking about hijacking. Also, he was just sharing his personal story. You have a personal story as well that you can share. We are all ears. And also, in a moment, we'll ask Brandy just to remind us, uh, you know, some of uh, the tips that uh, we should always keep in mind to ha- to at least help prevent this from happening. Stay with us. <laughs> When German heavy hitters Borussia Dortmund come against Mainz, who are still trying to find their feet in the Bundesliga, German excellence will rise. Pinpoint accuracy meets passion. Precision meets Mzansi love. The German Bundesliga. Catch Borussia Dortmund versus FSV Mainz this Saturday, the 16th of January at 4 p.m. live on SABC3 and SABC radio stations. Hashtag German excellence meets Mzansi passion. Proudly brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game. 
SAFM. We are in the process of procuring vaccines through three channels. The World Health Organization's COVAX facility, African Union's vaccine initiative, and the third one is the direct engagements that we are having with vaccine manufacturers or developers. South Africa is part of the global COVAX facility in which countries have pooled their resources to support the development of vaccines with a view to ensure that all countries receive an equitable supply of effective vaccines. We will receive vaccine doses for around 10% of our population through the COVAX facility. SAFM, your COVID-19 lockdown talk radio station. Thursday, crime and prevention on Sound Awake. Bra Andy is still with us at nine minutes to five. Bra Andy, the times at which uh, these hijackings happen, it could be any time because, I mean, in your case, it was three in the afternoon and it was raining. But is there a particular time when they peak? Most of the time, Bramanda, your hijacking could happen in the morning when you leave for work as well as when you come back from uh, uh, work over the weekends is when people um, around uh, 7, 8, um, when they drive to their respective homes, um, they would be followed from uh, places of uh, maybe shopping areas or where they were enjoying themselves and uh, being targeted. You get singled out Bramanza and you get followed and you stop there in your driveway not looking and not having it looked around, not having it gone around the block, and you are easy target. Um, there's a Porsche that was almost uh, hijacked uh, from the owner. Fortunately, and thank God to that guy. Uh, fortunately, when he looked at the mirror, he saw that he was uh, about to go into the driveway and for some strange reason uh, suspected the vehicle behind him in Johannesburg in Morningside and uh, he decided to drive around the block. Um, the, the car that's following him also followed him. And there was, he, when he accelerated, they also accelerated. And he saw that there was no reason for that car to have followed him. He went straight to the Morningside Police Station, um, which is at, at, at Summit Road, number two Summit Road. That's how the car, when he went to the police station, and they disappeared into thin air. So long story short, Bramanza, picking up on what you said before the advert, when you drive out of, when you are about to leave, winter is almost creeping in. Before you pull out of your yard, go to the gate, um, not having yet started your car, look around, look for suspicious people, look for suspicious individuals. When you have a touch, um, please, Light up the areas where you have shrubs so that you can be able to see if there is a, a human silhouette or if there's a silhouette. And uh, um, obviously when there's light, most of the time your criminals would run away because they might be recognized. The second most important thing quickly is when you get out of uh, any shopping complex, um, especially my, our sisters, uh, our mothers, um, please don't have the car key in your hand because people have this tendency to put their their fingers their four fingers 
uh, in the key and, and spin it around and play around. And this criminal can see the kind of car that you are driving. Uh, communicate with others who are in the parking lot. Just when you are about to pack your groceries into your beautiful car, whether it's a number seven, a golf seven, or any other car in this language, uh, in today's language, young people call them Vrpas. They will definitely come for you, and you will be a sitting duck because no one else will be uh, helping you against uh, people with four guns. Uh, your car will be taken. So rather put your car key in your pocket. When you are about to uh, reach your car, look around if there's no one following you. If some people are following you, leave that grocery there. Go back into the shopping complex. Ask for the security guy to help you. Yeah. So it's it's a question of being vigilant always around you and be aware of your surroundings. Bramanda, I am not neuro- neurotic, but I am security conscious. Remember 1997, I was hijacked. Yes. In 2007, my daughter was gang raped by 14 young men. Bramanda, I am neurotic. I don't want uh, I don't want to be reckless and negligent because it might cost me my life. Uh, despite the fact that in my line of work for the past five years, I've had people accompanying me, escorting me, uh, driving with me, uh, making sure that I am safe uh, and secure in doing my job for this country and for this, uh, for this province, uh, as well as uh, on behalf of this country to places like Interpol. So long story short, you, do, you are not neurotic. You need to be alert. We lose because um, we expect people to be nice to us. The fact that you don't eat a lion does not necessarily mean that, that the lion will not eat you. No. The lion will eat you. Whether you eat it for breakfast or for lunch or not, it doesn't care. So criminals are like that. Whether you are good to them, uh, to other human beings or not, you will be taken for a ride. Bramanda, I do not offer anyone a lift that I see in the middle of uh, nowhere. I don't do that. Unless if uh, I see other people around and I'm with people in the car. I don't want to be a victim once again. I know uh, the cold metal of a gun against my temple. I know it will make you for- forget your negotiation skills. You don't negotiate. You do what you are told. So I don't want to find myself in a situation where I'm powerless uh, ever again and I my life can be snuffed off like a candle being um, extinguished. Long story short, make sure that you use your mirrors. If there's a car that's suspicious, that's uh, um, driving in a way and manner that you don't understand, go to the nearest police station, go to the nearest uh, shopping complex, go to the nearest filling station. At Uh, night when you are filling, or in the evening when you are filling your petrol, your Yes, sir. Uh, time is very jealous. <laughs> but uh, let me say thank you for sharing, Brandy. Uh, 